Hello, Trekkies and Trekkers! Welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Trek Tuesday. I'm your host, Arinda, and together with Amanda Hopper, I recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek TNG. All the episodes will be recapped in chronically following. Today we recap the episode, The Engine of Command. But first, a note of the host of this podcast, Orinda. We would appreciate it if you like our videos, subscribe to our channel and share it with your friends and family. For now, the plot of the episode. The Federation ship Enterprise, under the command of Captain Jean-Luc Picard, receives a message from the Shelliac. Remove the humans on the planet 10 Senji 5 within 3 days or the Shelliac will exterminate them. The Enterprise android a second officer to the planet to coordinate the evacuation. But the colony leader, Goshaven, refused. He argues the colonists have worked too hard to establish the colony and would rather fight the Seligiacs than leave. Goshaven used the colony's aqueduct as proof of the colonists' ability to overcome adversity. As a show of force, Data destroys the aqueduct with a phaser and informs the colonists the Shelliacs are even more powerful. Goshaven reluctantly agrees to the evacuation. Due to the hyperonic radiation rendering the transporter useless, the evacuation would require three weeks, but the Shelliacs insisted Tretley only allow for two days. In response, Picard exploits a loophole in the 3D and offers the Shelliacs a choice. Either wait six months for third-party shares or give Picard three weeks to evacuate the colony. Outmaneuvered, the Shelliacs agreed to the three weeks. Aboard the Enterprise, Picard commands on Data's fusion of two very different music styles in his performance, as well as his creative approach to convincing the colonists. Data concedes that he has become more creative. So guys, welcome back and welcome back, Ananda. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and as you already know, I you found out about my uh, one of my uh, budgies passed away there about a week ago, which I told you, which was on a Monday morning, I think it was, and by some sheer luck on Friday, I went to PetSmart and found a all yellow one, and I named him or her Adrian. Okay. Such all a right. cutie! It's such a cutie. All yellow. Well, guys, I have excited news as well. Uh, the 15th of June, I had my anniversary of being two years working on my other podcast, Arinda Talks. Okay. So that's, that's awesome. uh, yeah, it is, it is. It's, uh, Woo! and our anniversary is the 18th of July. Almost August, no. Oh, that's next month. Yep. Yep. So, 
that means we also very almost uh, doing this for two years. Wow. Yeah, and we are. Of I knew. I knew. I knew we were close, but I didn't think it was that close. Yeah, we are, and I remember that because I had the feeling first I had uh, done my podcast uh, or in the talks was or in the talks fantasy and sci-fi, but mm. I changed it with what was it in a f- uh, with a year or whatever, and mm. um, because I put a lot of pressure on myself, I wanted to produce every week an episode and that was too much for me in the end so uh but yeah i'm happy that i'm still here and uh our podcast as well yeah so let's start with uh, the recapping of this episode and this time we had a data episode yeah data. And i must say right again they have uh, put a couple of times data saying, I have no feelings. But he is the one mm-hmm. who actually talked with feelings. Like when he uh, talked to that, uh, what's his name? Goshev um he uh, said at the end, well, this all is material and you can replace that but alive you cannot yeah and that was um, one of the amazing things i guess and he said yeah like he said to the guy you can replace things you can't replace people basically yeah Yeah. and at the end the uh ghost heaven was uh defeated because data mm. made his point yep but Very we are, yeah and he even shot data mm. but okay we're going too far ahead in this episode so let's begin by the beginning and we see that data and three others are giving a concert and data tried to uh convinced Picard and Dr. Crusher that they had to come to a second concert because he doesn't have mm. that much big of a role. And mm. because the other musicians were saying, well, you don't have, you don't play with feelings or with soul. So uh, that's better to listen to, you know? Yeah. But. Okay, okay, but a little nicer about it. Yeah, but I mean, like. Um, I think uh, in that way, uh, Data under- underestimate himself, and I think that they and and that's I was thinking that right away when Doctor Crusher uh, said something in the way of Data, you never know what people think, and if you are saying this right away in front, that's not good for you, and. Immediately, I was thinking, that's the Gates McFadden we know, that's the teacher, that's the, that's the, uh, tier teacher. Hmm. And, 
was really fond of, on, of that scene. Then they were set down. I don't see the other three musicians, but why the hell is Miles O'Brien playing the cello? And we see nothing uh, him playing cello. Huh. Well, maybe maybe one cello has a slightly different tone to it. Maybe I don't know because there's like like instruments, certain instruments, they're like maybe may look, may look the same, but they can be a little different in pitch and tune too. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, like we never see but, you know. O'Brien playing cello. Mm. In all the other episodes, we never seen him playing cello. Uh, only yeah, in this episode. Yeah, that's, true. that's true. We never see him play. Maybe, maybe it's just an experiment for the writers to see if, what it would be like. Hmm. Yeah, but it is was it is it is weird because you're never seeing him. Even in the later episodes and in Deep Space Nine, he never plays a music instrument. Yeah, that's true. Huh. A little odd, but okay. Yeah. So, cool. when they just uh, started playing, Picard got a, a message from, um, I mean, Riker was being, uh, Riker healed Picard because they had a message from the Celiac. And now yes. I must say, I never liked the Celiac. Ugh, no. They're like, they're like, <laughs> they're like uh, super demanding blobs of oil. They look like. Yeah, but their whole attitude, and they they think that human beings are in a lower um, mm. species. So it's yeah. it, 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 well, Picard wanted to, wanted to negotiate. The Saliak was thinking, oh, I am in higher in ranking you than you, so you don't have a voice. Yeah, it's true. They thought they, they, they thought they were high and mighty above us, basically. Yeah. Then and all, um, Data goes to the planet, and he has to prepare the people on the planet for an evacuation. And I must say, I find that a really a little bit weird. Why not send Riker? Riker is more person people, not data. I think it's uh, something to do with the atmosphere, like not being safe or something for like humans. But the people that are living down there anyway are used to it because their their people have been living there for years and years and years. But maybe the fact that Riker and if they went on the planet, it probably wouldn't be good for them, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but if, the, if, if you don't uh, can breathe on that, they have EV suits, etc. So, mm. why not? Or maybe, maybe because uh, the Federation haven't been there for long. I thought it was over 100 years that they didn't, uh, yeah. haven't been there. And they want to make sure that um, people and the life we know are safe. Mm. Maybe that's why they send data. Although I must yeah. say, 
data in this episode was um, very focused that he isn't he is an android and can can't do certain things because he must have failed uh, a few times to attempt to um, convince the people that the Salayaks are murderous alien and super dangerous, yeah. Yeah, he, he tried to do that. So, and firstly, the people didn't want to evacuate. And that was a big problem, especially because <laughs> that... Um, uh, what's his name? Shui Heaven was uh, very stern in the way of saying we have lived here for a long time, so no, we are, we are not going to evacuate. Oh yeah, he was stubborn. And when they were talking to people, they were very rude to him. They were short-worded and oh yeah. Oh yeah, they definitely were rude to him. Except for that young lady, I'm forgetting her name. Oh, I can't remember. No, she wasn't rude to him at all. She got, she liked him right off the bat. Yeah, but I, I think she was. I think she was some kind of technician because she recognized yeah, like, him as an android. Hmm. She was super, super interested in him. So. When Picard uh, first hailed the Saliaks, the Saliaks let him wait. And you could see into the whole episode, there was some point that he was very stressed. But then he's, he was thinking, screw it, uh, you will have a fight now because you're not giving us the time to remove them. So mm. you will have a diplomatic fight and I think uh, from this moment on Picard become more diplomatic so the Saliax became uh, being a lot difficult like uh, we are not moving and this and that and it's some kind of an active war that you want us to wait and you uh, you're wasting your time and uh, if you can't do it in two days, we will wipe them out for you. So you don't mm. have to uh, get stressed over about it. Yeah, those guys were like really pushy, bossy, angry. Like, you, you, can, you can barely get your words in there just being all bossy about it and saying, you gotta get them out of here, you gotta get them out of here, we kill them. It's like, oof. Yeah, and you I mean, know, uh, and all those, uh, uh, those, they all get to say, uh, I'm going to take regulation this and that, and on the subsection this and that number, we can do this, this, and this. Yeah. And I was thinking, boo, you're, you're, you're dictating rules, but you're not keeping them. Yeah. They're basically breaking the rules. Isn't this the or thing of type to say, uh, type of thing to say of, uh, we hated them so much that we want to kick them out of the first airlock? 
Yes. This time we have a al- member of the alien groups that we want to kick out of the airlock. Yeah. yeah and they're one of them. So, Grushaven will have a public meeting about the Salix. And he wants to contradict everything what Data said. He mm. wants to say a fart and whatever more. Oh yeah, he's like the, he's, he thinks he's the big old boss of everybody saying, oh no, no, we're not going to leave here. My late grandfather built this place, he's buried up on this hill where the path of the water comes through. He's like, nope, we're not going anywhere, he basically says. Yeah, and you know, it's just, uh, they couldn't convince them to what the Salyaks are, and that they are so much stronger, etc, etc. And it looks like that Data was very, uh, in one way, disappointed and sad that he couldn't convince them, because he knew that uh, all those all those people would die. And um, mm. then that girl kissed him, and Data asked, why did you do that? <laughs> and she said, well, you needed it. <laughs> And uh, that was really a cute scene, by the way. I know. It got kissed and he was confused. He's like, what? But I think, you know, Dana was saying a couple of times of, um, I am, I don't have feelings, but in one way he showed feelings because he cared for the people. What was weird for a android? So, then the next um, scene is that the Enterprise has trouble with the transporter room. Mm. And you see, of course, a young Wesley Crusher and helping Jordy and O'Brien with the transporter thing. And Wesley was acting really like a teenager yeah he thinks the impossible of us and we can't do this and blah 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 and i was thinking (laughs) lastly you're a freaking genius kid what are you complaining of i thought this was a challenge for you (laughs) that is the this is one of the this is one of the few times that i I was annoyed by him. Normally I'm not, mm. but at that point I was thinking, dude, do your job, get uh, get into it. You, you're lucky that you don't have to go much to school of that because you already get so much age that it is not even funny for everyone else. But okay. Mm. So, <laughs> we are back on the planet and Data is not welcomed by this general debate what Goshaven is talking to, to the people. And Data said, well, I just want to talk. I just want to speak, let me speak. And Goshaven didn't want that. But the public, the people, wanted him to speak and... um, he gave a very good um, speech. 
But oh yeah, he did. But uh, Goshaven uh, didn't like it at all and was still stubborn. And then um, <laughs> after that speech, because Dana was uh, was unsuccessful to uh, convince them. And then a few of the people say, we're not, um, we're not uh, saying yes like Goshaven. And there are other people who have still questions about the uh, Shellix and we like to hear more. So the woman said, well, come to my place then and we will talk further about it. Hmm. You know, but those, and one of the, uh, those persons also said, well, we don't dare to say this openly because we are afraid of Goshaven. We, mm. we, we, we don't dare to stand up um, against him. <clears throat> oh no, Goshen, he's, the way he is, he seems... Goshen seems like he is the uh, basically the big old town bully. Basically, mm. he's the leader of pushing people around. Mm. Yeah. So now we're back on the Enterprise, and the Enterprise encountered the first Shellyx ship, the nearest Shellyx ship uh, to the planet, and again Picard tried to talk with him, but again. The Shelly X hang up on him. That was the second time I believe that they did that. Yeah. And, oh, Picard wasn't amused. Yeah. So, um... Now that we are back on the planet again, and Data was talking with those people who want to hear me more, and... Gosh heaven, busted them in the act and is very disappointed. Well, mm. my re immediate reaction was, how the hell does Gushhaven know that, and why is he alone? Somebody was, somebody was probably talking to uh, what's her name there in Data, and he probably somehow listened in, or somebody else was listening in, and decided to snitch them out, and he went on to the meeting himself without being, you know. Telling them that someone told him. So basically, they probably have a snitch amongst them. Amongst them. Yeah, and you know, um, then Goshaven was so angry that he shot Data. He shot him down. Yeah. And he, he people, said... people were saying, "Oh my God, you killed him! You killed him!" And he turned around to them. He nudges his, his shoulder and said, well, it's just a machine, I just turned it off. Hmm. And then that woman uh, started to repair him or get him back online. What was, uh, that's why I was thinking she was more like an engineer. Hmm. And then we are back at the Enterprise, and Picard and Troy were um, a 
and that that was the first thing we saw one of the few times that Picard got the lesson from Troy she explained mm. how the Shelleyers were thinking that was in one way very I don't want to say hard to see see but it was more like yeah but now you're uh, I don't want to say equivalent uh, as the captain but more like okay uh, this is the advice I'm giving and this is the lesson that you're getting <laughs> when the woman was take, talking to Data and he said oh that is a prefacer and she was f asking what is a facer and he told him well this and this and this and now I have a plan now I know how I can do this and we switch over to the Enterprise and also Picard has a plan with the Salyaks because they found out something in this rule engagement with uh, what the Shelleyx had with the Federation of Planets. Yeah, it's like a contract. They found something in the contract that he could use against them. Yeah, and you know, I think it's it's one of the few times that we see Counselor Troy disactive. So now we are back on the planet again. And Dana asked Goshaven to come to the uh, viaduct. And um, by this time, Goshaven sent uh, security and secured the place, etc., etc. And people were coming to that place. So Dana was hiding and he shot all the four guards without being seeing mm. and everyone was shocked and and this was one of a great line as well he data said i st this is just my face on stun so they mm. will are alive but this and he <laughs> pointed at some kind of a pop station he shot that and he said this is not and he destroyed the pump station. And then... Yeah. He would have made his point with it. And you, you could see that people were shocked all over. And, 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 and Goshaven was really, really um, devastated. Disappointed in a way. But mm. Dana had made his point of... Uh, and he told him that. You couldn't see me. The Shellyaks had more, but I'm just one android with one facer. The Shellyaks are with hundreds and thousands of them, and they will not mm -hmm. uh, beam down. No, they will destroy you from the ship, so you never will see your enemy who will kill you. And with that, people went. Uh, back to their homes and start packing or whatever and um Dana walk up to Goshaven and um this was one of the most beautiful lines he said and very wise you can't this material you can replace 
wife, you cannot. Exactly. And um, I think in that way he proved his point really clear. Yeah, he was able to finally convince Goshen how stubborn he was being by, by doing what he did. Like, the guy was stubborn. Yeah, he, he was. Tried, like, he tried multiple times to, to try to exactly tell him that stuff can be replaced, people can't be replaced. It's basically what he's trying to tell him every time, but he, he was just being a stubborn person. Like, super stubborn. So we are back on the ship now, and Picard has the solution to this whole fiasco with the Shellex. And what he had been doing, he said, well, I want, via this section on this paragraph, um, I want a negotiator, and I want uh, this species as a negotiator, but they are for in hypersleep, uh, they are in the hypersleep for six months. And all of the Shellex are not amused. They say, well, this and that, and you can't do that. And this was Picard who hanged up on them. And hmm. then they held back. And I must say, in this episode, Riker was very passive. And we don't know Riker like that. No, he's more of a, I guess you could say, fighter? So, Picard let them wait, and he was walking to the plaque, and he tried to see if there is dust on the plaque. What was really <laughs> weird, because, come on guys, you're in the 24th century. Do you really think there will be dust uh, on there? It will be cleaned right no. away. Yeah, like there'd be no, like it'd be perfectly spotless clean on, like every single day there'd be no dust, nothing on the carpets or nothing. Somebody would have that place spick and span clean. It'd basically be dust free. So why are you just doing that? Just doing that for the humor, I think. Yeah, I think they don't. Uh, so many times they have those little human things that is from, well, from the 90s. You know, the typical... Yeah. Oh, what do they call them? Roomba! Little so, hockey puck shape thing. So, uh, we are back on the planet. And Data is contacting mm -hmm. the Enterprise for uh, more orders. And uh, the woman came to him and said goodbye. And she was hoping that he was had feelings for her well he didn't so and he's data saw her distress so data kissed her and <laughs> she was asking why why did you do that what was that for and he said well you needed it and uh, so she was analyzing why he did them it was the same reason she kissed him Picard finally answered the call of the Celiacs and they got their three weeks of evacuating. So uh, that it was a good end. With it? Oh, yeah. 
you can tell in the uh, Shellyak's voice, he when he said, "Oh, right, fine, you get your three weeks." He, he did he not sound he happy. Did, yeah. What well, What is better? Have to wait for six months to negotiate, or give them just three weeks to evacuate, and it's all done. Give them their three weeks, and it's done. Yeah. It's a lot better than having to wait wait forever. Exactly. So the last scene we are seeing is that Picard is listening to a recording of Data's concert provided by Dr. Crusher. And once again, uh, and I love this about Picard. Picard is really a mentor to Data. And he was saying to Data, Data, you played with feelings and this and that. And once again, Data said, no, sir, I don't have feelings. I just combined two composers and two violinists, and that's it. And so I think that was a very, very nice end scene for this episode. So Amanda, do you still have something to add? No, I really, I really can't think of anything to add to this. It was- it was a good episode, and it wasn't just like focused on one person. It focused back and forth on multiple people instead of just one person in one area, which was really good. Yeah, I think it's <clears throat> um, the storyline is very good, and mm. I think they did they get the maximum out of it in forty five minutes. Oh yeah, they did. So the IMDb rating is a 7.4. Amanda, what would you rate it? 7.4, huh. And it was pretty good for an episode, I guess. I'm going to be a little nicer and give it a... mm, Solid 8, maybe? Yeah, I'm on the same level. I would give it an 8. Yeah, I would say because I did really good with this episode. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, this is the end of the episode recap. Only, uh, guys, one note from me. Um, We would appreciate if you guys like this video or like this uh, episode, subscribe to our channel. And it doesn't matter if it is on YouTube, Facebook, or on the other podfi- uh, podcast providers and of course share our podcast with your friends and family we really would appreciate that yes please do that so well guys because uh, I, I done it so we see you guys uh, in two weeks then we have another episode to recap and now I need to check because I don't know if this is a video. Yeah, next time it is a video recording. Oh, it's a video one. Which episode? Um, which episode? Let me check. <laughs> Uh, um, um, I just got it. The Survivors. 
What's it called? Survivors? Yeah. The Survivors. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that one where they go down the planet record ends upside down in a noose. Yeah, we will see. So, I'm curious about uh, for next time then. And, uh, well, thank you for joining again, Amanda. Yep. And uh, we talk soon again. And you guys, okay. see us. You can actually see us in two weeks with the episode. Yeah, see you guys in two weeks. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Well, thank you guys for listening and join us in two weeks for a new episode recap. In the next episode, we will recap the episode The Survivor and it will be a video recording. I also like to tell you about my other podcast called Arenda Talks. Arenda Talks is a podcast which in I talk about books, movies, fandoms and other geek things. You can find the Arenda Talks on the YouTube channel or the Facebook group. I also have a new YouTube channel called Arenda Reacts. On this channel I post reaction videos of history, typical British things, movies, books, and geek things, but also explanation videos about typical Dutch things. You will see you in two weeks.